Welcome to the Smartest Energy Talks podcast. Recently, Vishnu Agarwal, Deputy Vice President of Origination and Renewables Trading at Smartest Energy, joined the Modo Energy podcast, covering a wide range of topics from PPAs and energy trading to 100% renewable electricity and Rego and Goose certificates. Join us over the next few weeks and listen in as we share short snippets and best bits as part of our latest podcast mini-series. And the topic of today's podcast is PPAs. Can we talk basics for a second, right? So how does a PPA work? How does a power purchase agreement work? So let's say um, we build a, a, a wind turbine, one wind turbine on, on, a, on a windy hill in Birmingham, yeah. right? And then we come to Smartest and say, right, it's, we're going to create some power and we need someone to buy it. Yeah. And then, then what happens? Yeah, so we, we talk to the, to the customer and say, look, how do you want, to, how do you want us to buy it? You know, do you want to buy us, firstly, tenor, right? do, you want to, do you want us to buy it for one year, two years, 10 years, 15? Um, and on what basis? You know, are you What's ha- normal there? What's kind of a, a rule of thumb? Do people generally do one, two, three, 10, 15? What's kind of average? It's good, that's a good question. It's, it's all over. I mean, we, we have agreements out 15 years. Um, they tend to be projects that require kind of bank funding. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, but... You know, typically, what, two to three years is, is a typical PPA length. Okay, um, cool. So I've got my wind turbine, yep. and we're going to sign a three-year deal where yep. you're going to... The wind's going to blow, I'm going to generate electricity, yep. and you at Smartest Energy are going to buy it. And then what, but, else is in, what else is involved, and what other things are you thinking about? Yeah, so, so then the, the customer really has to say, well, are you happy with where market levels are at the moment? And if Do you so, mean price? Price levels, yeah. Yep. So if you're happy with the price of the current market, then... Do you want to lock in that price for, for that year? So we could propose a fully fixed price, um, you know, taking all of that volume risk off them. So pay as produced, if you will. So a unit rate for every um, every megawatt hour they produce. Or if they say, well, actually, you know, we're you know we're agnostic to that, and we want to take an index, for example, they may choose to take the day ahead rate every day throughout that three years, two or three year period. Um, and so it's it's a question of you know what how much risk they want to take to the market price is one mm-hmm. but also to their volume as well so they may say you know smartest you take all of our the risk of our volume um, the production so we don't know when it's going to be windy when it's not going to be windy that's your that's so your you at domain. smartest energy you've got to guess yeah. how much power my wind turbine's going to make based on how windy it is which you don't know in the future you've got to figure that yeah. out and then you're going to buy that at a certain price that's that is that is a that's where you're, you're, you're the, the risk people come in, come in right that's exactly it I mean it's it's a very very difficult problem to solve um, and not only even if you can guess when it's going to be windy and when it's not going to be windy there isn't tradable products out there in the market to be able for us to offset that risk if that makes sense if you think I don't know it's going to be windy you know in three weeks time for one hour is there a market to be able to sell that power for that particular hour? There, there isn't so that's where the transfer of risk comes in smartest say well you know we'll we'll be happy to take that risk on at this price okay cool because yeah. so i might have got a loan from the bank to build my wind turbine yeah. and that bank loan might have been conditional on me passing off all of the potential downside of this to you and then smartest energy you're then taking the risk from me from the bank if you like it's all gone through me to you absolutely and then yeah. what happens if it goes wrong so say my wind turbine 
I think in this winter it's going to be really windy and then I don't know a blade falls off <laughs> and so I can't produce power yeah you then have committed to buy that power from me but yeah. I can't produce it so yeah. therefore how are you going to find that power where, where are you going to make up the difference in what you've committed to the market how does that work yeah yeah that's a really good question that's you know that's part and parcel of uh, of renewable generation or any any generation really you know there's obviously times where there's maintenance there's um yeah issues with you know force majeure issues where um the plant breaks um so for us it's about trying to forecast those those periods um wow is, that, is, a, is a wind turbine breaking force majeure that's interesting it, it, i guess it could, you could argue if it, if it was <laughs> like otherworldly windy blew it over yeah uh, i don't know this is that's, that's an interesting question well it, it could be it depends on you know could be could be due to war or civil, yeah, 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 yeah. civil unrest, for example, that it, that it fell over. So, um, just yeah. to be clear, wind, wind turbines don't fall over in general. This is all they, rather silly, but yes, they're fairly stable. The, the, the main worry we have is when it, the wind doesn't blow. Yes, as we saw you know, in 2021 last year, um, super historic low levels of wind um, against kind of rising prices. So that goes back to your question, really, is you know when when the wind doesn't blow or the, the turbine is broken. You know, what do we have to do? So we have to go out and replace that power that we thought we were going to buy from, from that wind turbine. Because you've sold it on to someone else, right? Because we've already sold it on to, yeah, to a customer or the market at that point. And especially, you know, in, in times like this where, where prices are hugely increased from, from a year ago, if that customer has signed a year ago, then that cost of replacing it, that power for us is, is huge. So, for example, yeah, I might have signed a three-year deal in 2020 to sell power for my wind turbine at a price of, I don't know, 100 pounds a megawatt hour. Well, that's yeah. high, isn't it? That's, that's for 2020, yeah. COVID that's, years. That's yeah. it's pretty... 40 quid, right? Yeah. Um, and then two years down the line, my wind turbine has, fallen, uh, has had an issue and it can't yeah. run. But you've already sold that power. Yeah. And so you've got to buy it back from the market, not a 40 quid at whatever it is now, which is, what is it right so now? So for, for winter, 200? it's 500 plus. Well, okay. I mean, probably by the time this, this goes to air, it's going to be out of date whatever i say but it's yeah so not only am i out the money the 40 quid from my wind turbine which i'm quite sad about yeah but you as the counterparty you've got to find that difference of 400 500 pounds a megawatt hour yeah right so um so yeah so your your role in this exchange is um is one of a lot of risk and so how how do you hedge that how do you manage that risk yeah that's a, that's a really good really good question so we you know we hedge that with market available products for example so um, where we can find matching products to um, to what the forecast is then we'll, we'll go out and trade that um, we can also utilize um, shape and things like that that we have uh, in the market or through other contracts so we can manage it as a portfolio effect um, but then also flexibility really really will play a critical role in managing these risks going forward so Historically, it's been less, less so, right? The, 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 the kind of capture rates, as we call them, for, for wind and, and for solar have been relatively benign mm-hmm. um, compared to now. But now with the scale of uh, those capture rates... Decreasing. What does that mean, sorry? What does a capture rate mean? So assuming a certain amount of energy yeah. uh, forecast for the, for the day ahead, yeah. um, how much of that is captured um, in the, from the day ahead baseload price? So the average price for that day... Due to the shape of that production, how much of that 
is actually captured. So, for example, for wind, when... Let's when use my, my, my wind turbine as an as example. We, right? So day ahead, we think it's going to be, you know, 80% of total windiness. Yeah. And therefore, we think we can capture, we, there's going to be a price of something. And so, then, so you sell 80% of, of that production yeah. day ahead. Um, but the hours in which it is windy, the price is depressed, right? Because it may be windy everywhere. So there's a lot of energy on that system. Pushes the price down. Pushes that price down in that hour, let's say. Uh, and that capture rate, the differential between that hour and the, the average price okay. for, for that day is, 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 capt- is the capture rate. And what we're aiming so, to do is capture the base load price, right? We, yeah. don't want to, we, don't want, we don't want it to be too windy everywhere and that'll drop the price and then we, we don't capture quite as much. Exactly. Okay. And that's, but that's where flexibility can come in, right? So by contracting things like, like batteries, peaking, peaking plants, you can manage those price periods because, um, you know, when it is super windy, you can then charge your battery, for example. And when it's not windy enough, then you better use a peaking plant or a, or a battery to discharge uh, power to the grid that you were short. We hope you enjoyed this PPA Explainer podcast episode, the first of the mini-series in collaboration with Modo Energy. We hope you enjoyed it and hope you tune in to the next episode covering carbon certificate markets. Thanks for listening.